जय राधमाधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधमाधवा कुंज बिहारी टोपी जन बलबरधारी जय गोपी जन बलभ किरवरधारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यमुनतीरवनचारी यमुनतीरवनचारी जय राधमाधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधमाधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनाबलब किरवरधारी गोपी जनाबलब किरवरधारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यमुनतीरवनचारी यमुनतीरवनचारी जय राधमाधवा कुंज बिहारी
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे जय राधा कालचंदी राधा कालचंदी राधे जय राधा कालचंदी राधा कालचंदी राधे जय जय प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद जय जय प्रभु पाद जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजक आचार्य स्तोत्र साथ श्री श्रीमान भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्रील प्रभुपाद की श्रीमद भागवत गीता की नोति वैष्णव वृंद की सामवेत भक्त वृंद की गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बो ग्लोरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्तरिस्त
word for word. Prakritehe, of material nature. Kriyamanani, being done. Gunehe, by the mouths. Karmani, activities. Sarvashaha, all kinds of. Ahankara vimudha, bewildered by false ego. Atma, the spirit soul. Karata, doer. Aham, I, iti, thus. Maniate, these things. Translation purpose by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Kijai. The spirit soul, bewildered by the influence of false ego, thinks himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature. Purport. Two persons, one in Krishna consciousness and the other in material consciousness, working on the same level, may appear to be working on the same platform. But there is a wide gulf of difference in their respective positions. The person in material consciousness is convinced by false ego that he is the doer of everything. He does not know that the mechanism of the body is produced by the material nature, which works under the supervision of the Supreme Lord. The materialistic person has no knowledge that ultimately he is under the control of Krishna. The person in false ego takes all credit for doing everything independently, and that is a symptom of his nations. He does not know that, he, that this gross and subtle body is the creation of material nature under the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And as such, his bodily and mental activities should be engaged in the service of Krishna, in Krishna consciousness. The ignorant man forgets that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is known as Rishikesh, or the master of the senses of the material body. For due to his long misuse of the senses and sense gratification, he is factually bewildered by the false ego, which makes him forget his eternal relationship with Krishna. Om Gyanati Mirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Shakshurum Militam Nyanatas Mai Shri Gurave Namaha Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Tinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Prasharine Nirvishesha Sunyavali Pashatya Deshatarine so, um, a little bit of context on this. So, chapter 3, um, Krishna and Arjuna have a heartfelt conversation in which Arjuna inquires, you know, whether or not, um, you know, he should be in the renounced order or he should engage in action. He's a little bewildered by what Krishna has told him and he feels like there is some form of contradiction whatsoever. So, uh, throughout the beginning of chapter 3, Krishna um, explains to Arjuna that, you know, one has to be, fa- actually has to be qualified to be in the renounced order. And even if one uh, were to be qualified to engage in, in, in such, you know, devotion in the renounced order, uh, that person, out of um, compassion for all living entities and, and deep understanding, would still engage in, in action so that others that come behind them follow. Um, and then Krishna explains how even him, who is you know the Supreme Lord, of course he's not bounded by any Vedic injunctions or anything, um, but he explains how you know even him uh, engages in this activities in this injunction so that other people can follow and prevent otherwise any chaos that, you know, might, might come with, uh, with religiosity or people not wanting to follow. 
So um, in that regard, um, Krishna explains how, you know, the cure for all of this is to engage all of our actions in uh, Krishna's service, in his service. Um, and in that way, we can uh, purify those actions rather than just, you know, leaving them all or just letting them go, um, which is not even possible. I mean, even if one tries to, the senses and our conditioning is so strong that one way or another we would go back to to our own to our old ways. Um, and oftentimes we see that in, um, you know, with spiritual practices or yogis who believe in this system of, you know, let me just renounce of all of my obligations and focus on meditation. But we know... Krishna explains time and time again how the senses are so strong and our conditioning is so strong. And furthermore, in this uh, text, it, in, in this verse, it explains how we're bounded by the loss of material nature. So even though we're born with our own um, free will, um, it is there is in, in chapter 18, Krishna explains that there is five factors of action. Um, and within those five factors, of course, the jiva or the, or the spirit soul is one of them. So we definitely have a say. Um, but there's also, of course, the body, which is um, merely made out of uh, material nature, which is uh, referred to a dish tanam. And then the living entity or performer of the action, who's karta. Um, the senses are also, of course, um, highly integrated in all of this which are, um, Krishna refers to them as karnam, and different kinds of endeavor in which one um, decides to engage, which are referred to as shesta. And of course, all of this is coordinated by the Supreme Lord himself, um, Devam. So, um, of course, a person who is not in knowledge of the Absolute will find it very hard to understand. I mean, very hard to understand even the activities that are done in Krishna consciousness. And um, it is very easy to fall in that predicament. I can personally, you know, find myself, or used to find myself um, more often than not in, in, in that kind of belief of, like, you know, I am so hardworking. I am, you know, so, you know... Um, empowered to do this, and, uh, you know, I'm so knowledgeable, I am this and that, you know, based on the perception that other people might have about us as well. And in reality, you know, we're not manifesting any any of it by our own will. You know, there's other things that are involved. Um, so, of course, Krishna explains that, you know, the way out of this is to engage in Krishna consciousness um, and bhakti, because that's the only activity that is not bounded by the modes of material nature, even though it might seem like it is, you know, and many people from the outside might think that all of the activities that we do in terms of devotion, worshiping, uh, Krishna Kata, they might seem mundane or even irrelevant, but the power of bhakti is so transcendental. I mean, it goes way beyond jnana. Even someone who wants to just engaging jnana, just like learning out of, you know, mental speculation. One has to be purified to a certain point. You know, one's heart has to be very purified. Whereas in bhakti, one does not have to have all of those qualifications. You know, one by just engaging in such service can come to this ultimate platform.
Um, and, uh, of course, whereas actions that are bounded by material nature are enacted by Krishna's external potency, the bhakti itself is enacted by the internal potency of the Lord, which is no other than Srimati um, Radharani herself. And then that is what allows us to have that transcendental experience within Krishna consciousness. I mean, one can try to deny um, every, every experience that one has, but it's just so hard. I mean, if you read something like the newspapers or the news or Instagram, you know, it, it's such a different experience from, you know, grabbing Bhagavad Gita or uh, grabbing Bhagavatam. I mean, it's just so undeniable. So even if one tries to find reasons not to believe that bhakti is that all that powerful, it, it, it is just, you know, it, it just, it's a matter of just experiencing and going through the process. Um, so in that same way, I also think of, like, interaction with devotees. And we can notice how activities in bhakti are definitely not bounded by material nature. I mean, one can... Of course, we are all bounded by our own conditioning, so it doesn't necessarily mean that by being a devotee, one is, you know, fully in that platform. You know, unless you're a pure devotee, then all of these good qualities will manifest. Um, but even, you know, as, as a neophyte, you know, one can notice the big difference between the interaction among, you know, let's say people outside Krishna consciousness and within Krishna consciousness. It's just, um, it is just so easy to, it, it doesn't take that much talking or that much, you know, it doesn't take for that person to lecture you on something. It's just like the vibe and, 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 and the, you know, good, the good qualities just manifest and are just easily um, perceivable by by anyone, so uh, of course Krishna will explain uh, within the next few verses how to work for him and how to offer all of these activities to him in further detail. And um, but ultimately, of course, the answer is Krishna consciousness, and then that's the importance, of course, of performing sacrifices in the form of chanting the holy names. And that is the ultimate process for purification. I think the verse is pretty, pretty complete, of course. And um, well, I'm, I'm, since we are almost done with, with the class, do you, do you happen to have any questions on any reflections that you want to share? Yeah, it's so um, it's so easy to fall back into it. I mean, I experience it all the time. It's like one moment you think, like, yeah, I'm just fully surrendered. And then suddenly, you know, I find myself in this predicament on whether or not, you know, I'm doing something right or wrong. And just fall back into the duality of um, yeah, just the nature of, of, of this material world. But, yeah, ultimately, it is just, you know, we, we're so fortunate to have this process of Sankirtan Yagya in which we can, you know, obtain all the benefit from different sacrifices. Jai, Shishirada, Kalashanji. Um, this process by which we can obtain, you know, the maximum um, form of spiritual realization in, uh, by the means of bhakti. So we leave the class here, and tomorrow we'll continue with verse 28. Srimad Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai.